You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know what I want to do? I want to put the phone aside. I want to listen to the radio, and I want to bring in Alex Gold, our good friend. He is the host of Cody and Gold and that betting show on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City, also host of What's at Stake on the Chiefs Radio Network. Alex, good morning to you. Are you someone, before we get into football, do you get influenced at all? Have you ever looked at your phone and thought, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I got to have this. Well, so the whole algorithm has been screwed up this year because I know way more about Taylor Swift than I ever thought I would being in Kansas City with all the Travis Kelsey stuff. So whether it's like random, whether it's random Taylor Swift merchandise or concert tickets, all that kind of stuff comes up all the time now. (laughs) Okay, so here's my question, and I've been dealing with some of this as well. How much are you expected to know about Taylor Swift? Because here's the problem. (laughs) She is so popular that... People assume because I am in her demographic, they're like, oh, well, you know, they throw out all these references. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Have you had to do research on Taylor Swift simply because you cover the Chiefs? So I I still don't know many of the song names or anything like that. Uh, You know, my (laughs) co-host has kids. And so he's he's a little more versed on that than I am. Um, And for me, it's been more the concert schedule, like way before mm-hmm. CNN was talking about her trip back from Tokyo to get to the Super Bowl in time, we already had looked it up. So it's more the, the concert schedule and throughout the season, is she going to be at this Chiefs game? Can she make it work with her schedule? That's uh, that's the stuff I never thought I'd be diving into, but here we are. Alex, so before we move forward, I want to move back just a little bit and talk about the Ravens game. And it was such an impressive performance by the Chiefs, particularly that Chiefs defense, which was just unbelievable in that game. But I'm fascinated that the Ravens got away from the run game. And so there's sort of two schools of thought here. The Chiefs won it. They look like the better team. I believe they are the better team. But how much were they helped out by the Ravens seeming to get away from what made them good in the first place? Yeah, that was shocking, right? To, to see a game plan yeah. that involves six carries for the running backs. I'm not so sure uh, how you get away from that so quickly. I think there was a little bit of panic, you know? So, yes, that favored the Chiefs, them only running at six times with the running backs. Absolutely. I think we all were stunned. But, you know, if you look at the opening kickoff in that opening three and out series for the Ravens, from that point on, I mean, the Chiefs punched them in the mouth. We talk about physicality, and the Chiefs in the past have been criticized for not really being a physical team, and that certainly was not the case against Baltimore. I think that stunned the Ravens more than anything else. Nobody's done that 
to them, uh, controlling the line of scrimmage. Everybody thought it was going to be the Ravens, you know, all last week in terms of being able to dominate the line of scrimmage offensively, defensively. It was complete reverse, right? The, the Chiefs didn't have their starting left guard at all pro in Joe Tooney, and it didn't matter. Nick Allegretti, the backup left guard, came in, and they were having plenty of success running the ball. And so I think no doubt the game plan and going away from it from Baltimore favored Kansas City. But I do think it was this defense uh, and the way they started the game that immediately kind of caused Lamar to be a little flustered, to say the least, and some bad mistakes happened later on. It was the dream start, the ideal start for Kansas City. And I think the same formula probably applies a little bit to uh, the Super Bowl, which is if Kansas City gets out in front of you with the way this defense is playing and the way Mahomes protects the ball in the postseason, uh, I think you're in big trouble. Okay, we'll call this sharp or square. I'm talking about Travis Kelsey. I'm looking at his props, and he has been an absolute lock in the postseason. He looks like his old self, and he has done it in grand fashion, uh, going well over 100 receiving yards. The touchdowns have been there as well. So I'm looking at his receiving prop right now, and it's already jumped all the way up to 69 and a half for yards you can get them at even money i still believe in some shops uh, for an anytime touchdown is this sharp or square yeah so look i i I think this is definitely a a still a sharp play at this point um you know you and i have talked about kelsey i think every you know every time i come on this show chelsea you notice michael she always asks me about travis kelsey every every single time we always (laughs) get a question about Who's been the receiver or who's been no, the guy right. catching no, the passes? I, I'm giving you a hard time. He's been sensational in this postseason. And, and back in week 18, when he did not play, I truly think that's going to be the week that everybody looks back at is that was the key for his success overall. He needed that time off. It was a rough season, a frustrating season. Remember back in week one, he didn't even play against the Lions because of a knee injury. And I think that did impact his entire season. And so the way he is playing currently postseason Travis Kelsey and there's not been a better quarterback receiver duo the way things are pacing here pretty soon uh in in football history he's getting close to a lot of Jerry Rice numbers he just passed Jerry Rice as we know this past week in a few elements as well and so I I believe when it comes to the postseason whether it's 69 and a half or 75 if it gets up to 72 before kickoff or whatever I think you're fine playing the over here for Kelsey because that's how much he's going to get targeted And, and I think now he looks like his his old self, not a old football player. You know, even just watching him walk towards the sideline, mm-hmm. he just looks different. There were times in the season where he just looked old as he was walking off the field. Not the case anymore. And then now, Chelsea, he gets two weeks. He gets two more weeks off. So I, I love it. I, I still think you're safe here uh, with Travis Kelsey. Alex, when when you talk about this Chiefs team and how they've been able to raise the level of their play during the playoffs, and I have to admit, I, I did not anticipate them getting to the Super Bowl because of what we saw towards the end of the regular season, but they have they looked like the Chiefs of old. How much do you attribute that to having been there before? Because when you talked about the Ravens, I, I think you're absolutely right. Part of it was game plan, but that had to do with panic. They panicked in the moment where with the Chiefs, they were loose. They were messing around before the game. They seemed completely calm and aware in the moment. And I feel like that has helped them maybe more than anything. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that's where I think three individuals in particular uh, come to mind that, that really stabilize this team. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes and the success that he's already had in his career in the postseason, where he, he does take it up a notch and also protects the mm-hmm. football way more. I mean, you, you take a look at the mistakes he made in the regular season. They just don't happen in the postseason. And, and that I think there's an adjustment there, a sense of calm that he presents for the huddle. Travis Kelsey, as we just talked about, has, has obviously been in these situations plenty. And then Andy Reid. I mean, the guy has been in, what is yeah. it now? Uh, 12 conference title games or something crazy like that, 10 conference title games, and obviously here we go with another Super Bowl. So I think those three individuals, there's a trickle-down effect of calm uh, that they present that that goes across the entire team. And when you're like that and you're not panicking, even if you get down, um, that that is just a situation you can't replicate if you're a team – you know, like Baltimore, Lamar Jackson playing in your first AFC title game. And so I know sometimes it's tough to balance the, all right, does, how much does the experience matter? How much does it just matter, hey, if you're just flat out better? And in this case, I think it has mattered going on the road. If you told me that, you know, all the talk about Patrick Mahomes having to go on the road for the postseason for the first time, it was a team that maybe hadn't been in the postseason period before. I think that was a much bigger deal. I, I think the whole road stuff was a fun storyline but it was made out to be way more than what it was. It wasn't like anybody thought Patrick Mahomes was going to turn into a, you know, a pumpkin mm-hmm. once he went on the road. And if anything, he played some of his best football. Right. He's played in a Super Bowl before. He's played at neutral venues before. So, yeah, it feels like a narrative that maybe shouldn't have been a narrative to start with. Okay, so the narrative going into this game, at least for betters, don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. 10-1-1 and against the spread as an underdog those are some pretty good numbers so tell me what is the sabotage factor for the chiefs in the super bowl because i'm sure there are so many people right now that are all over the chiefs yeah the the script is flipped you know from where the last three weeks have been where everybody was on you know, their opponents, you know, we saw some books mm-hmm. have the Ravens go all the way up to five point uh, favorites because they couldn't get enough action on Kansas City. And I, I think people have obviously woken up to, to seeing what the Chiefs have been able to do. And, and in Kansas City, I know people love the fact that once again, they are underdogs, even if some of the money is coming in on on Kansas City. I, you know, I, last week we talked look at headlines for the Super Bowl. And at that point in time, the Chiefs were three point dogs to San Francisco. And here we are, and we know it's down to two at most books after for a brief period of time opening at three. And I, I was wondering, would books give you an opportunity to get the key number of three again on the Chiefs? And the answer really is no. And so I think that adjustment makes sense. But I, I can't believe, once again, it's it's the Chiefs as an underdog uh, based off of how he has performed. And you know, as far as what, what can go wrong for Kansas City, I think it, it still will be whether or not the offense does – make the mistakes that they once made, right? The, the overall sample size for this team is still that 80 to 90% of the season. They were committing turnovers. There were drops all over the place. And this past week, it was the first game all year. They didn't have a single drop. And so, you know, that would be still part of the concern. Do all of a sudden, did the drop start up? Do they, do they turn the ball over? Um, but if they're not doing that, and like I said, if they get a lead, I, I don't know how San Francisco can afford to start 
the first half the way they have in their first two playoff games. I mean, certainly you can't be down 17, but even against Green Bay with the way they started. I mean, if that happens against the Chiefs, then the game will be over before halftime. Alex, the the predominant narrative going into this game is you you just can't fade Patrick Mahomes as an underdog, which I totally understand why. I believe he's 10-1-1 against the number, which is insane. That said, the Niners are the favorites here. So as someone who knows the Chiefs very well, what is the case for the Niners winning this game? Because it's certainly not an afterthought that they're going to lose, even though I like the Chiefs as well. Right. No, I think this, this is a chance to be a fantastic game. We know these two teams played back in the 2019-2020 season. Some familiar faces. The quarterback is the biggest change. No Jimmy Garoppolo. In comes Brock Purdy. And to his credit, he's made plays when it's counted most. But I, I know... You know, on the, on the Chiefs end, looking at that, it's two weeks for Steve Spagnuolo, who's been the best defensive coordinator in football this year, to come up with something to, to you know, squash some of the success that uh, Brock Purdy has had. I mean, he's been able to shut down Lamar Jackson, uh, Josh Allen. They've been able to contain him. And over the years, going way back, he actually performed very well against Tom Brady. So I think it is going to be a challenge for Brock Purdy. The key for the 49ers to me is – how much are they able to have Christian McCaffrey do whatever he wants in this football game? You know, Kansas City played the Niners uh, in McCaffrey's first game with San Francisco, but that was when he was still easing into the system. They caught a break. They really haven't played full go Christian McCaffrey. And so I, I find it hard to believe that the Niners win unless Christian McCaffrey has 100-plus yards from scrimmage easily and a touchdown or two. And so can Kansas City limit him at all? I think that is the key for San Francisco because as good as Brandon Ayuk is, the Chiefs have done a great job against number one wide receivers. We've talked about that multiple times. I've been on with you guys, you know, whether it was Diggs or Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, whoever, AJ Brown, they have shut those guys down. So is it Debo? Is it Christian McCaffrey? I think Christian McCaffrey is, is going to be, you know, other than Patrick Mahomes is, is the best player on the field. And that is going to be the key for San Francisco. If he does not have a big game, I don't know if the Niners have a shot to win this thing. He is the host of Coldy and Gold and that betting show on 16 Sports Radio in Kansas City, also host of What's at Stake on the Chiefs Radio Network, and he provides great insight when it comes to all things Kansas City. It is Alex Gold. Alex, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Man, the more I hear about the Chiefs, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to fade Kansas City. It's so. Is it strange to you that the Niners are favorites in this game? No, because they have been the better team for the entirety of the season. And I'm sure all the metrics, which go heavily, I think, into the numbers, Mm -hmm. would suggest that the Niners are the better team. So I'm not shocked. It's also a short spread. Like, do we think the spread matters here? Like two points? Maybe. Probably not. I mean, maybe it's and it's it's kind of a nowhere number, right? Kind of a dead number. Mm -hmm. I think if, if you just pick a side and just either lay a little juice or get yourself some plus money. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.